I'm rocking out, man. What do you think of that? Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Ralph Roy Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Bernard. We are all back, ladies and gentlemen. Catherine is not here. She's uh, lounging around at some cabin somewhere. Gallivanting. And then she's coming home tomorrow, and then she's going to be home on Thursday, and then she's leaving again on Friday with somebody else in this room, from what I understand. Ralph and Mom are going on a Yeah, trip. Ralph and Mom. are going on their yearly, yearly trip to the Wisconsin Dells. Their yearly getaway, as they call it. <laughs> to, get, yeah, to, to get in the circular slide or one of those slides. Those are so fun. I know. Love a water park. So Andy, no, it's, it's me. Andy, I need your input because I got it from Alex yesterday. But when mom gets back, because, you know, your mom always accuses me of being crabby. Uh-huh. And she never acknowledges the fact that she's just as crabby as I am. Mm. Oh, you don't think so? Oh, ooh. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> well, Andy, 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 uh, careful. Uh, Alex your mom's not here. Your tread lightly. Here. Tread lightly. Uh, Alex uh, told me yesterday that she thinks both of us, well, who'd you say it was that, was, Becky. Oh, Becky, yeah. She said that both, was last year. said both Nana and I are both crabby now. Yep. She said that you're both very, ang- seem to be quite angry most of the time. Damn it, Alex. Why would she think that? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great uh, to be here. I don't know. So let me know when Timmy is ready to go, Andy, and we can <clears throat> go forward. Should be joining us at any time. Momentarily. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do have to ask uh, Ralphie this as a doctor. Oh dear. Did you have to take any, when you become a medical doctor, do you have to take any like psychology classes or anything like that? No, not in medical school. Not in medical no, school. No, you, no, you, okay. you take uh, any psychology you take is in college. And I don't even know if there's a prerequisite. And I also know that they don't test you for any kind of psychiatric or psychologic imbalance before you go to medical school. I mean, they, they should. Just, they, well, you think? <laughs> Why not? You, you think they you know, should. Why are they not doing you know, this? They, the, the no... No sense of ethics, no sense of values, uh, uh, what's right and what's wrong. Nothing. That's not good. And you wonder why there are so many terrible doctors. Well, that's what I was thinking. just bad, just bad, bad, not terrible doctors as far as quality of medical care, just bad people. Yes. Yeah. Criminals. So let me run this bio. I'm just going to read the headline. I'm not going (laughs) to read the story because Timmy should be with us any second. Utah's Corey Richens allegedly gave a lethal dose of fentanyl to her husband, Eric. One day later, she was photographed or filmed. Uh, a day after her husband's death, she was found celebrating. <laughs> well, is that wise, do you think, to celebrate no, someone no, you, you kill? Oh, man. She was celebrating. Celebrating his death. Like, really nice lady. Jesus. You talk about being crabby to one another. Holy crap. Yeah, that's, that's another level. Another <laughs> level of crabby. At least or, Nana's never tried to kill me, so. Well, not well, that you know of. Not that I know of. That's yeah. very, very Could true. have had some failed attempts that didn't stick. So if that if I ever find out that's true, I'm going to go there and go, typical, you failed at none, yet another thing. <laughs> can't even kill me. You can't even kill me properly. So <clears throat> We got Lammers. Timmy Lammers now joins us, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk a little Hollywood. Now, Timmy, I have to go home uh, right after the show today. I got some stuff to do. But, I, oh, Tim can't hear me. He can't? Doesn't look like He's he can. He's not looking up. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I am going to have to add me in there. Okay. It's there. just going to look bad is all. Now, Timmy, you're in? 
I am in. Can you see me? Yep, yep. you can see you just fine. You can hear us, see us, everything. Yeah, good. yeah. Hey, Alex. Hey, Tim. I love this video stuff that we got going on now. I like your well, shirt. Andy, if I would you go buy a My camera for yourself? Frankenstein. And I'll, That's amazing. Would you go buy a camera for yourself and I'll reimburse you? Um well, at your convenience. I well, what if Andy to, yeah. doesn't want to be on camera? Yeah, he's not camera ready. That's true. He looks plenty good to oh, me. Baby. I did wipe the banana off of my shirt before I left. <laughs> See? So. Wow, really going the extra mile. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. Catherine is out of town, so I'm at home. Uh, mm. I got to find, I cannot find a movie to watch, Tim. The movies just suck now. Well, it's interesting because movies are making such of a dramatic leap from theaters to premium video on demand yeah, now. Yep. So, Honest to God, two weeks after it was released in theaters, Alex, go over to Tom's because okay. Evil Dead Rise oh, is yeah. already on premium video on demand. That movie sucked. You didn't like it? I went and saw it at the theaters. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I don't, I, it's just not my kind of deal. See, you try and you try. I know. Um, I, just know. Never. I, I thought I had a surefire winner there. Yeah. Um, well, then I guess oh. I can't recommend Renfield to you. Talk about a movie that just died on the vine. Oh, did it? No, so I was thinking about watching that, but that sucks too, huh? No, no. I liked it a lot. I, you oh, know, Nick oh, Cage okay. is his own genre. He you is. Know? Yep, the guy I is agree. just so freaking unique that, yeah, I mean, I'd give it a go. It's not what you would expect it does have that sort of now this is more of the evil dead funny gore mm -hmm. we're talking yes. about not the straight up horror gore that you saw with evil dead rise it is more of uh <coughs> it, it, it's comedy with nicholas holt is renfield and and uh nick cage is uh dracula mm -hmm. and it actually takes its inspiration from the original 1931 film Ooh. now as you've seen because i got the, the camera in my fancy schmancy background I've been doing a little decorating. It's all monster stuff. But look at that! All right, all that stuff. Because so, you know, as you know, I'm a I'm a monster movie freak. The old stuff, and uh, I was really happy with what they did because they respected the original Dracula, mm -hmm. and they put they plugged in Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage into those original scenes from 1931 where he welcomes in him at the castle right and yeah he'll do love the night and all that kind of stuff and then it because now they're just pretending that dracula and renfield didn't die in that original and that they've been together for 90 years to modern day because they have life everlasting and they're suffering from you know codependency issues and they're it's become a toxic relationship because, you know, you're living nine decades with somebody. Things are going to go bad at some point. You would think, So yes. it's a horror comedy. Um, but it just hit the wall. And, you know, look, I, I belong to different Facebook groups with the uh, Universal Monster stuff. I mean, it is a huge, there is a huge fan base for this sort of thing. And by and large, you know, uh, people liked it. You know, they're the real hardcores that didn't think that anybody should be making quote unquote fun of Dracula. But hey, <laughs> Lugosi himself made fun of Dracula in a way in a way with Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That's right. You, know? That's so you right. cannot forget that history there. So yeah, I, you know, it sounds to me though, you know, having a swing and a miss with you and Evil Dead Rise. I don't know. I'm a little leery now, Tommy. Yeah, I didn't care for it at all. I just. You know, every time you mention that scene, uh, the scene from Dracula, 
when uh, they ask if they asked Dracula, would you like a glass of wine? And he said, I don't drink wine. Right. right? Remember that? <laughs> you remember the George, uh, what the hell was his last name? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hamilton. George Hamilton played Dracula movie. And they said, would you like a glass of wine? And he goes, I don't drink wine and I don't smoke shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else was in that film? And I, I cannot remember the role, but Cleavon Little was in that yes, film. Yes, yes. So, yeah, Little. I mean, you know, people have taken, they've had fun with the character. Have fun with it. I mean, it's either that or you're straight up horror and gore. Now, I loved Evil Dead Rise just because... I, it was a scary movie to me. And, and again, Violent. yes, very, very gory. But, uh, you know, it kind of crossed some lines there with putting a little kid in peril the way they did. Right, right. Um, so I can see how people would take exception to it. And, uh, again, I I just am such a big fan of Sam <clears throat> Raimi and, and Bruce Campbell and, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and Rob Tappert, the guys who did the original. In fact, I told you about this before, if you can see in the background here this is that letter that sam wrote to oh, me. oh yeah yeah you, you know um he turned me down for an interview the only time in my entire three and three plus decades where somebody wrote me a letter to say sorry i can't do an interview for you why <laughs> couldn't he that? um he was busy on production with a simple plan oh, because he was okay. in Delano, which oh, you sure. know obviously yep. hops gonna jump from me mm -hmm. the great thing about sam is he i i arranged something Hello, who is it? Spam. Yes, hello. Somebody's at the gate. <laughs> just going to unplug it. Um, yeah, but he was a great guy, and he was working for Love of the Game with Kevin Costner. And he called Tim's me from a trailer connection. in Yankee Stadium from his fucking trailer. So he's a good guy. And, and to this day, I mean, the same guy, all of them, Campbell, him, uh, um, Rob Tappert, the same guys as they were uh, – 40 years ago when they made that original picture. So yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, one of my favorites, it's these guys that maintain their humility, mm -hmm. him, you mm -hmm. know, Tim Burton's another one, Kenneth Branagh. I know you've talked with him and he's yeah. another one. Great. And you notice that what's the common denominator between all of those guys, Christopher Nolan too, they don't get, they don't insert themselves into the public conversation. Right. They don't give you their opinions on whatever, they're not flavor of the month people. They're concentrated on what they do, and that is to entertain you. You might like some of their films. You might not like others, like Evil Dead Rise. But again, they, they're focused. They don't they don't blather on about politics. Or I don't think I've ever heard any of them say anything political. So they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're shut up and direct. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I, I love that. Shut up and direct sounds. Like a good command to me. I love that. I just know that, especially in, in this, and I'm if you're wondering what I'm doing, I'm not doing a tube in here. My little puppy just came up. I'm pupping him, I'm petting him down here. You're smoking um, marijuana. The tube and, tube and trying to explain that thing away. What was he doing on that Zoom call? Yeah. Remember? What about it? <laughs> he was uh uh taking care of himself down there. Did you, you oh that's right? Jeffrey Tubin yep. was whacking a mole on camera. That was oh, dear. nice. Oh, that's a nice touch. <laughs> Working oh, himself dear. over. Working oh, himself over. That's exactly oh, what he was yeah. doing. Well, I'm gonna get puppy. Oh, Here's puppy. Look at the puppy. Oh, he's got hey, really big. Jeez. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's mm -hmm. just over a year. He turned a year. Puppy. In, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, you heard him breathing. I don't want you to bark, though, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Okay? He's so cute. Roar. 
if winter comes up here, I'll get her on camera too. She's a great Pyrenees and she's the one with the really, really loud bark. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Say hi, Bonnie. Okay. Say, see you later. I got a doggy biscuit for you to keep you busy. Is she baying yet? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, oh, she God. is. It's amazing. Whenever she gets home here, Von, Bonnie. Vaughn is the name of the dog. Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie, Bonnie meter. Yeah. Well, you know, it's V A U as in Robert Vaughn. Mm -hmm. And uh, we tried to convince my son, who named him Vaughn, to say, hey, how about Giovanni? Oh, you know, I like it. Giovanni. And they wouldn't go for it. Giovanni, they wouldn't go for it. Just Although Vaughn. this weekend, uh, on sort of the same subject, uh, my wife and I were driving and listening to Roy Orbison. I said, I'm naming my next dog Orbison, and I'll call him Orby for short. There you go. How's that, huh? I loved That's Roy cute. Orbison. Yeah, so Winter is my peer, but she's just laying down, chilling down there. But boy, she does bay when we leave them, when we get, you know, leave them alone and we get home and we pull up. She starts that immediately and she's like howling at the moon, it seems like. Indeed, it's true. No question about it. I, I just, having dogs around, I, I mean, Jude, Jude's out of town with Catherine, he left town with mm. Catherine's, which uh, wasn't wild about, but you know. They're going to be back tomorrow night, and then they're going to be hanging around Thursday, and then Alex is going to haul them off on the road. Well, Alex, you have it, at least one or two dogs, right? I have two dogs, yes. They're, I can't imagine life without them, you know? They I know. Just, they bring such joy to your life, you they know? They really do, and I would never again have just one dog. Really? After having, because I just had Bella, yeah. and then we got Birch, and then I was like, why would I ever just have one dog? Because you already have to be home and let them out mm -hmm. and feed them and do all the stuff. And so it's like when you're not home, they have each other and they have each other to play with. And it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's fantastic. See, I can yeah. See. It, it makes a big difference. They really need that companionship. Yeah. And um, we've been most of the time, most of the past, I don't know, 14, 15 years, we've had three of them in fact. Oh really? And we generally, and there has been such of a day, a, a, a age differential between them that yeah we'll introduce the new kid at some point just so we don't have we have some overlap because inevitably i mean it was a rough year last year when we had to put two of our three dogs down oh, yeah. oh that jesus oh man Awful. and they were both older you know one was 16 and the other one was 13 almost so yeah it was very very difficult Ugh, yeah that is a tough rough. well i tell you what and i can say this because Catherine's out of town that uh when Jude finally does check out, that'll be the last dog we ever have. It's going to be weird. Not no, she dog. said that when she's super old, she wants to get a teeny tiny lap dog. Oh, she does. That's what she says. She's like, when I'm old and I can't travel anymore. Yeah. I want, and I'm just kind of at home a lot. I want a teeny little something. Well, that's 20 years from now. Yes. You've got well, a while. You know, it's, it's easy to say that because I've said the same thing, Tom. I know it with, is, isn't with, it? With Winter, I'm saying, okay, she's probably my last dog. Mm -hmm. And then our 14, almost 13-year-old Basset Hound, unfortunately, we had to put him down. I thought, well, we, she can't be alone. So we got this, this yeah. new guy around. And I don't know, man. I, I mean, my dad was so heartbroken. He had a, a, a what are those wrinkly dogs called? Sharpay. And it, it just killed him when, when, when he died suddenly, he was only like eight years old, um, that he just couldn't bring himself to having another dog. Now, yeah. thankfully 
all of the kids have my sisters. She's crazy. My younger sister's crazy in love with dogs, and she might have like five or six of them. Whoa. <laughs> you know, she lives on a farm, so, oh, yeah. you know, she's got tons of animals. We had horses. five at one point. <clears throat> with the two Jack Russells. Oh, yeah. No, wait, we had no, four. four. Tucker, four. Chester. Tucker, and the, Chester, and yeah, the two Jack Russells. Were, but we, was... had, we had like also four or five cats. Oh, one yeah. point in, in my bedroom, I had sleeping a guinea pig, two parakeets, two cats, and two dogs. Yep. <laughs> you got to have them. You know, we actually had a chinchilla at one point. Um, right now, we have two dogs, a cat, and a bearded dragon. So I definitely think that there's covered. going to be some type of lizard in our house at some you point. So? With we never had one. That's we never had a lizard. We had goldfish. Every right, other. Never did have one. We have two dogs and two frogs. What is that genus? What's that? Which I suppose we already Super have. Super family. Yeah. Yeah, we never had any reptiles. We have African dwarf frogs. You do? Two of them. Well, Remember what happened to our uh, goldfish yeah, out there Andy's at the farm? Yeah, Andy's kept eating mine. Yeah, fish will do that. His well, goldfish, goldfish kept usually eating don't do my that, goldfish. though. That's like a betta fish kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Killing each other. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Betta fish love to do that. I don't know. We had a uh, little waterfall with a pond out at the farm back in the day. And we put little fish in the pond just to look really good. Koi fish. All I ever saw were snakes going in to eat the fish. <laughs> it attracted all these snakes. It was really well, weird. Our, our Dayton house is like a snake. It was snake like We had that trampoline that turned yeah. into a snake pit. Oh, God, yes, you're right. Garter yeah, snakes everywhere. A lot of snakes. And now, I don't know, I'm very immune to snakes. Yeah, I, I don't just care. Have so snakes many snakes in my childhood. I'm like, oh, well, garter snake. It's like, you know, sure, a venomous snake that's going to kill you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. like if a garter to, snake? Yeah. They have one tooth that's so small it can't even puncture your skin. What are they going to do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Try to bite me. You know what rattled me, for lack of Get a it? Rattled oh, me. Get it. You know, I mean, you grow up on a farm, you get all that kind of stuff. But my, when my grandma was terrified of snakes and seeing her upset, upset me. Sure. And, you know, it wasn't so much the snake, but, you know, knowing that it just really struck the at the heart of fear with her. That was a tough thing to take, but no, no. Yeah, they freak me out. Don't get me wrong. If I'm just walking around on grass, all of a sudden I see a slither. I mean, I am going to react to it. I'm not yeah. going to be Mr. Cool Cat with all that. So, yeah. oh, speaking of which, Cool Cat, because I've called this guy Cool Cat. It's one of the coolest cats in the business. I know you're a fan of his, Tom. But there's this new reality show. It's about a month old or so. It's on Freebie, which you can get on Amazon. It's called Jury Duty. Freebie. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. So there are 11, but what they do is they take this guy who has no idea that he is, you know, well, first of all, they're, they're filming it like a reality show and this could never happen. And clearly the guy doesn't know the rules of, you know, you can't have a a camera follow around jurors on a trial, but this guy doesn't know any better, but he goes into this courtroom where all of the jurors are actors. The judge is an actor, all the attorneys and witnesses and everybody, they're all actors. And one, all all the actors are unknown with the exception of James Marsden. Oh, God, James Marsden's in it. I don't think I knew that. Yes. And so he is so great at, well, ultimately making fun of himself mm-hmm. you know he, he he gets the whole thing i mean he doesn't he, he doesn't have any problem I mean, some people are so egotistical in this business but you know jimmy marsden is he's cool and he just goes right along with it and he is hilarious in this show we've only seen a couple episodes so far but uh it, it's it's sort of reality tv i guess you could say but these guys everybody's freewheeling it 
right? Because it, it's it, it feels real actually watching it. I mean, these people are really good. Uh, it's not easy to pretend in that sort of way. You're totally self-aware of what's going on. You're with other actors and you're trying to convince this non-actor, you know, of all this crazy stuff that's going on during this jury trial. So yeah, James Marsden is in it and he is fantastic. He's just such a great actor and a great guy. Cause I I've talked with him a number of times mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully we get him on the show, man. We got to do it. I'd love to have James Marsden on the show because yeah, I think Tenth and Wolf is one of your favorites. I, I know. Love Tenth and Wolf. That the most underrated movie of all time. Now, who's in, in that with him? Uh, Dennis Hopper's in the very beginning of it. Uh, God, there are a lot of really good people in it. It's um, not Casey Affleck, or is that something else? No, that's a different deal. It's the what's goddamn disaster line. You you quote that from? An, maybe it's another movie, Lonesome Jim, or something. That's Lonesome that, Jim. Oh, God, that's exactly damn, Lonesome Jim. I love Lonesome. He Jim. really does. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'll watch it again when I go home today. You watch it every day for the rest of your life. For the rest of my you life, just watch Lonesome. Enjoy. You know. I got my problems, but you're a goddamn disaster. <laughs> you know, that guy, line. he has been on the outs for so long. Why? I mean, he, he won the Best Actor Oscar for, uh, what is it, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, right, yes. And apparently there have been some incidents involving some sort of harassment that were settled, but... I know there have been public displays uh, against him, like at the Oscar, Casey Oscar ceremony. Really? Casey did I say, who did I say? No, no, I no, said Casey F. I was just going Casey F. He's just double checking. Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I, I thought, oh, I didn't think I, I said Ben, but yeah, no, Casey. And, and like, so when he won his Oscar, Brie Larson just kind of stood there in protest. Normally, you know, you see these people yeah. hugging each other and a kiss on the cheek or whatever. So that was sort of a silent protest. So, I don't know if you can necessarily say he's been on the outs, but there is there are people, there are circles in Hollywood that, you know, hold that against him. Again, you know, who knows what the guy did? I'm not trying to defend. Right. Him, no, I understand. But he yeah. did settle the cases. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how many of those cases get settled and go away, not implying one thing or the other. But, <clears throat> you know, the, these days, just the mere accusation can kill a career, you know. Oh, yeah, there's no question. Even if it's not true, it kills your career. Of course, yeah. Of course. Well, look at Depp. And, you know, Depp made a uh, – he hasn't quite made his comeback yet. No, he But he not. really had a huge legion of fans that were just adamant about, no, the guy, he's, that's not him. And I think the public opinion is, at this point, pretty much standing by him. And from what I've seen – Amber Heard is vamoose out of Hollywood. She's oh, gone. really? She's gone. Yeah. So because yeah, because they both had such, uh, you know, the, the the trial was just going back and forth, slinging accusations at one another. So, uh, but she sort of came out on the losing end of that one. Um, but yeah, so from what I understand, she's out of now. Who would want to live in that cesspool anyway? No, I Jeez. couldn't agree more. <clears throat> what is the whole deal with that? Is this all like groping? Is that what they these guys do? You know, it must be. It must know. be. I and, no you idea. know, I mean, again, look, um, your your friend from the Prairie Home. I mean, look at how he was mm -hmm. ousted. Yeah, he was. Was and that about groping? What too? was that? Inappropriate touching or something? He was I, accused of. I guess I, I can't really see him doing or, that. Or Al Franken. <clears throat> Al Franken. He didn't even. I don't. There was he didn't even touch her. Touch her. He was just goofing off. He was a comedian. That 
you know, I don't like, I don't like, I don't agree with the guy's politics, but that was a joke. He was a comedian. And yeah. when he did that photo, he was, in, he was a goofball. Oh, well, well, I know. <laughs> comedian with a little, uh, little C, not a capital C. Yeah, there you he, go. He, he, was, he, he was goofing off. And that's his, he was. That was his shtick. And they, they said, that made no sense. It and was she was stupid. asleep. So yeah. she never even knew he did it. He never touched her. I know. I don't well, know. and that's, I think, part of the reason I say, that I think he got into trouble is that he's taking, again, construed as him well, the, taking advantage of a sleeping woman. Again, oh, he didn't God. touch her or nothing like that. But again, you know, it doesn't, people <clears throat> will see what they want to see and say what they want to say. It's cognitive dissonance. Is yeah. dissonant? well, yeah. You know, dad, if Dan joked about slapping me in the face, you would be irate. That's because you were sleeping? At any point. If you yeah. made a joke about me what? being him slapping me in the face and he thought that it was funny, you would be like, that's not funny. That's no, horrible. I, would, I agree. So taking uh, advantage I, of a sleeping woman, like the fact that he thought it was funny was the problem. Not the fact that he wasn't touching her, not the but, fact that she wasn't aware or whatever, but it was the fact that that's not funny. He, no, it, it, but in his case it was. He was using com comedy to say, don't do this. This is not what you do. Look how stupid you look whenever you try to do something like this. this that's exactly what it was. He, it was. It was a perfect, for a comedian, that's exactly what comedians do. They do goofy stuff like that. Yeah, that's, he was pretending, if I can remember correctly, he was pretending he was turning a, two dials or something. Or he was going to yeah. touch her breasts yeah. or something, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, like you're at a... Stop doing that. I think you're doing it to me now. Turning the knobs or something <laughs> weird like that. It was just, and again, uh, you know, it, the picture. Well, he did resign, didn't he? He did. Well, did he, he resign? Did, yeah. Well, he was. I think he was pressured into that resignation. Uh, yeah. But it, uh, that no. That Do you think he'll ever work again? Well, I mean, he is isn't he fairly old? So it's like, does it really Al matter? Al Franken, he's probably oh, yeah. seventy. Yeah, he's retirement age. Yeah, well, it, it brings for? us right back to where I, I've mentioned this often. I mean. These people in this business, when you're in the business of being on camera, I mean, people are starving for attention and they mm -hmm. just cannot let go of it. And uh, that has to be part of it. It's that ego yeah. thing. It's that that they're so used to that attention. I mean, I certainly I and I look at how much politics have changed since he served. But who the hell would want that kind of attention being a politician, you know, half of half of the world hates you just automatically. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's a certain attention I wouldn't want. But as far as performing or whatever, didn't he substitute on the Daily Show or yeah, something like that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, I, this is an I, I, example of the way I live my life. I cannot stand Al Franken. I think he's not funny in the least. Every time I talk to him, he's been a raging prick to me. So I got nothing good to say about Al Franken. But I... I don't know that I'd defend him, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't burn him at the stake either. Yeah, and it, I know. think that's right. I I agree with you 100. percent That's what they did, and I they did. They, you know, they just oh, we have to do this. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be our scapegoat. He's gonna be our whipping boy. That's exactly what he ended up being. The sacrificial lamb. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 again, I I agree with you, Tom. The worst interviews I've ever had. I've I think I attempted Terrible. three with the guy. Terrible. And the, only the third one worked because, again, he was in public and it was a red carpet deal oh, okay. and he was getting ready to announce that he was running for office. Oh, okay. And, 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 and it's weird because I, never, I actually wouldn't even have known that. Here's Winter. Hey, Winter, come here. Come here, honey. Oh, Winter's <laughs> here. There. You got to see Winter. Winter. 
Where really? are you? I see her. There's, I see oh, Winter's yeah. head. I'll have to. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, there's the baby. Oh, you can see a little bit. She looks a lot tinier than she actually is. Yeah, yeah she's a big not, one. Not there, small Winter. Dogs. Talk okay. about shedding. They shed oh, my God, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they call it molting or something where where the uh, they, clumps of white hair fall off of oh, this yeah. girl. Really? Yeah. Well, that's clumps of hair fall off of Jude. <laughs> Bless you. Judy. Yeah, it's amazing because they got such of a. Th she has actually two coats. Um, yeah, because so, there's the under and then the top. Right, right. So anyway, with Franken, the only reason I knew that he was going to attempt this was because I did an interview with the that now late um, Harold Ramis. Oh, sure, um, yeah. for one of the Ghostbuster anniversaries or whatever, and I'm sure Tom, you agree, what a great guy he was. Mm -hmm. Um. And he says, yeah, yeah, I'll be up in Minneapolis I'll, when, when uh, you know, Al announces his candidacy. I'll be up there campaigning for him. So that's actually how I found out that Franken was going to run. Oh, so I don't even know if it was, was in, you know, inner circles at that point or whatever. Because when I asked Franken, first thing I asked him was on this red, it was actually Prairie Home Companion uh, movie Red Carpet mm -hmm. was, uh, well, uh, so are you, are you campaigning? Kind of like, what? I said, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, Harold Ramis said something about coming up here and campaigning for you. And so well, that was 2006. And when did he run in 2008? Mm, I think so. Yeah. That, yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah, it was, it was prior to his first term and maybe, yeah. So that was the one he went against, um, St. Paul mayor, uh, Norm, Norm Coleman. Yeah. 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 Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. So Indeed. we have Kristen with us. 
Oh, we had to do it. It's time for the crossover. Hey! Hello. We're on camera here now, too. Oh, look at it. It's, it's showing off your pet day. I just I showed them my great time. She, like, for some reason, is, like, obsessed with Tom's voice, I think. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Kitty. So I had my basset hound earlier, and uh, maybe... Do you post these videos like you do with the morning show? I think you're going, we're going to, aren't we? Andy? Yeah, we're starting a thing. We're going to be doing, like, here. Instagram Fine. reels or whatever. Fine. And then, I'll show yeah, Vaughn quick and then I will exit. Come here, Vaughn. Eventually, I think we're going to be doing uh, videos like, I don't, I don't know, on YouTube or whatever. But I think this Instagram reel for today is probably going to be the pet reel. So the Pet, pet reel. reel. There he oh, is. Look at hey, Vaughn. I should have brought Birch and May. There you go. <laughs> so cute. Next Tuesday, I'll bring my he dogs. Troublemaker. 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 I'm always looking for him to, well, I'm not looking. He finds things to chew up. They'll and do I that. think he's just heading downstairs to do that now. So anyway, hey, good to see you, Kristen. Great job on the morning show as always. And uh, we'll see you probably next week on this show. I look forward to it. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll talk to All Friday. All right, everybody Tim. have a great week. Tommy, we'll talk Friday. Sounds good. Thanks, Tim. See ya. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Kristen Burt joining us. We've been talking about all we kinds who? of different. What? I said we who. Oh, she's cheering you, Kristen. Do you hear that? Yay! <laughs> Alex was cheering for you, so that's good. So, God, how have you been lately for the last two hours? I know. What did I do, right? <laughs> <laughs> you see so much of me these days now, you can't get rid of me. It's a good thing, though. We take, the whole family takes it as a good thing, so that's good. So anything happened in the last couple hours I should know about? I mean, honestly, there's a lot going on. And I think like in the last two hours since I was talking with you, mm -hmm. we've been talking a lot about the writer's strike, oh. just kind of adding another level, another element to what could make it worse. Directors Guild has their contract coming up next. They are starting their negotiations tomorrow. And oh. everyone has pretty much said that they are also willing to join the strike if need be. So you got to remember too, coming on the heels of that probably in about three, four weeks, we also have the Screen Actors Guilds and they're also willing to strike. We could have potentially, and I hope we don't, we could have a massive entertainment shutdown though. Oh God. So what are we going to do? Just stare at the empty screen? <laughs> well, the good news is you'll have plenty of content, at least to let us get, get everyone through the summer. Plenty of blockbusters. That's true. There's plenty of content for the streamers. The real issue is going to start coming in the fall, we start our start looking for all of those new mm -hmm. shows to come on. Our favorites. We are going to see delays though already. We already know like Abbott Elementary has shut down, Cobra Kai has Aww. shut down, Stranger Things has shut down. So all of these seasons are going to be delayed. And like we talked about this morning on the morning show, um, award shows, which I know aren't high priority for people, but they're going to either be postponed or have to do like tape segments like they did during the pandemic because there's just no way people can cross picket lines. No, God, no. I mean, that would cause a little bit of a problem if you cross the picket line, I would imagine. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And honestly, you'll get yourself banned or kicked yeah. out of the union. And that's that doesn't help anyone. I agree with you. I, I just, like I said, it just, you think it's going to drag out? You think it's going to be a long strike? Yeah, so right now the, the predictions are about three months. Ooh. So pretty similar to what it was in 2007, mm -hmm. 2008, which was 100 days, I believe. 
Um, nobody is budging. They are so far apart when it comes to negotiations. The union is saying, hey, you have to at least come to the table and be willing to meet us halfway on this. Mm-hmm. And the studios right now, and I- I'm going to throw out a theory on this. I think the studios are willing to take a little bit of a loss so that they can lay off people, downsize a bit, and justify it. Say, well, it wasn't necessarily the economy. It was you guys went on strike. There it is. You know, I just noticed something, Andy. When you in the future, we'll put it up on the bigger screen, right? Everybody's picture, or will it always be on my laptop? It'll always be on your laptop. The problem I have is when I'm looking down at the person, it looks like I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I can't see my my eyes at all. You're sleeping. I mean, what is on the bigger screen right now? Uh, it says SGA Productions, Rudy Pavich, Tom Bernard Show. That's what it says. Oh, it's mirroring this. Uh... I might be able to do something about that. Oh, that'd day. be good. One day. No, I mean, we don't have to do it today, but, you know, it all works on the end. So, yeah, I'm uh, Catherine's out of town for another couple of days, so I'm still... Uh, Timmy tells me I have to watch Renfield. He said, so what do you think of Renfield? What do you think? Oh, uh, Renfield? I was disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Yep, there's the problem. Hmm. I was so uh. excited. It's, it was one of those situations where I thought the trailer was fantastic. I was like, what a great concept for this. Mm-hmm. And I felt like all the great bits were in the trailer and then I went to see it and I was just, you know, Nicolas Cage was good, but I was like, it just didn't fully go there um, the way it needed to. How long is it? Um, I want to say it's about two hours. It wasn't like crazy. Why don't they keep those down to like a buck and a half? It's going to suck. I know. Hour and 90 a half minutes is, is ideal. I love it when I look at a running time for a movie and it's like 89 minutes. I'm like, sweet. Perfect. <laughs> working like a charm. <laughs> totally working like a charm. Have you um, caught, I know we talked about it on the morning show, and I don't know if you've seen it, Alex, but it's it's on Amazon's freebie, the show Jury Duty. Tim was just talking about it. Yes. Now, I had been, I had been, um, I, I know we talked about it, and now it's probably going back a month, and I was like, it's such a great concept. Well, the guy, the regular guy who starred in the show, because everyone else around him, you know, was actors, mm-hmm. has become kind of a superstar himself. And they're already thinking about doing season two of this. Probably a different premise than than the jury duty because people, people will expect it. <laughs> but they're going to take that concept into like a new environment. And I keep telling everyone, I'm like Ronald Gladden, who was like the regular guy that was dropped into a fake trial. I swear he's going to wind up on Dancing with the Stars. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, did, did, <laughs> That's did my prediction. I remember back in the day when Alex <clears throat> never used to miss Dancing with the Stars. That was So You Think You Can Dance. But So You Think You Can Dance. Close. That's what it was. Yeah, same kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, So You Think has not been picked up by Fox for the current season. They haven't made a decision. They haven't canceled it. They haven't renewed it. And I wonder, this is my thought in the back of my head, I wonder if they're keeping it in their back pocket in case this particular strike drags um, out. Yeah. They are able to maybe bring it forward because unscripted will become the top priority because it's all, you don't need union writers for anything. And the other issue with that, I know that they have done pre-screened auditions. So, you know, you usually have to just like, you have to do auditions and all this stuff. They've already pre-screened dancers. So I think that they can just, if they give it the green light, they can start moving forward. Oh yeah. We need more stuff. I'm telling you, I, I, like I said, Catherine's out of town. I'm looking for a couple of movies to watch. I went through so many last night, and I was like, this stuff looks terrible. How about that? Did that work? 
Yes, well, that's phenomenal, oh, Andy. Go. Now, can you? Oh, you, but you don't have a camera. That's right. So no, I just <clears throat> it's coming overnight, so I'll have one tomorrow. Oh, you'll have one tomorrow. Good. Mm-hmm. Let me know how much it is, and we'll five hundred thousand. Five hundred grand. <laughs> it's going to be half a million. Dad, cough it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And now you don't look like you're falling asleep. Yeah. See, now I'm looking there at you, you up here, so I didn't look yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Oh, I'm literally talking to. I don't know what's on your hat. Py. That's all I'm talking to. Yes, yeah. Py. You're talking to Py. So now I can look at you. I can see you, and you can <clears> see me. It'll be wonderful. I like it. You know what That's I mean? good. You know what I've learned about you, by the way, since what? we've done video. What? I've learned that you have an extensive baseball cap collection. Yes, he does. He I do. Sure I have a, does. I got about fifty of them. Always has. Too. Every time we go anywhere, he's like, "I gotta get a hat." And my mom's like, I, "Well, does everyone give you a hat for gifts?" Yes, no. I get no. a lot. Oh, I do to get a. Well, Who no, not she doesn't hats? mean she doesn't mean the family. She oh. mean they send them to me. Oh, yeah, but it's also everywhere you go, you always get a hat. That's true. You I know, like that. Like we'll have to get you like. I don't know, like my high school hat. You can be like have a pingree hat, or like NYU, my college. We'll just start sending them to you. That sounds good. I'll start wearing your hat. There's no question about it. I don't know. What are you gonna do, right? Um, (laughs) Now, uh, as you said, Renfield's about two hours long, so I got to get through that. Although, if you tell me, you tell me it's not that great, so I might not make it all the way through. I thought Evil Evil Dead Rise was terrible, but other people loved it. I thought it was horrible. Yeah, it, it wasn't my favorite either, so I'm I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah, I just don't understand the the, the over the top violence is getting to me now. So I understand there's got to be a little violence with m- monsters and creatures and all that, but this, I mean, when you're stabbing somebody in the face with a saber and the saber comes out the back of their head, that's a bit much for me. That's a sharp saber. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sharp saber, isn't it? Yikes. Yeah, I've I, always I, been someone who's sensitive to violence. I don't like a lot of gunshots in a in a movie. Yeah. I, I I feel like it just it startles me a lot. So sure. it's yeah. that it's and a lot of the horror films and I think we mentioned it this morning. I call it torture porn. It's not. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. It's not about the suspense. It's about the gore now. Yep. And I there's only so much I can take. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, okay, now I'm just gonna look down half this movie. Yeah. I know, and it's like, who wants to watch? I mean, they're popular. I don't understand why, but I have no interest in just watching people get violently murdered or tortured. I know. Tortured. I never understood it. I don't get it. Like, no, and I think, too, movie. like there, we have a lot of violence in the United States right now. Yeah, I we don't do. need to see it on my evening news and yeah. in my movies. Yeah. It's true. We were talking about that this morning, as a matter of fact. And it, it, everybody <laughs> in America needs to read The Art of War. They need to read that book because all just they're they doing... go to war. No, they should not go to war. But divide and conquer is being used by our politicians and our, you know, some business people, some of these hedge fund people. Divide and conquer. If they can keep us hating one another, they're going to win every time. It's just, I really, really wish that they would do something about that. Because people believe this crap. And it seems like there's like four or five key issues. And and I think on a lot of issues... People actually on both sides almost agree. Maybe they don't yeah. agree on, yeah, on oh, yeah. the whole aspect of it, mm-hmm. but they agree on certain elements. And But they're so caught up in, in keeping us divided that we're never going to be able to come up with a solution. Whether you, I mean, you look at mass shootings. I mean, I got to a point this weekend. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've done mass shooter um, drills before, but it's right. been a while. I went to the FBI and looked at their, like, what do you do in a mass shooting? Because I almost feel like, isn't this awful? I start feeling like it's not a situation of if, it's kind of like when you're going to be in it. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. And, and I was like, do I know what to do? 
You know what I mean? And it's that run, hide, fight. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's what I need to remember. The only reason, and really the only reason that you uh, feel that way is because you hear about every single one. That is true. That, and the reason I say that, the reason I say that is during the OJ trial, I talked to one of the uh, prosecutors, the LA prosecutors, because we were out there. And they said that, oh, this OJ trial, what, two murders, that's, that's nothing. At any t- one time in Los Angeles, but during the OJ murders, they were prosecuting anywhere from 20 to 25 multiple murders, yep, where that's God. two or more people. You don't hear about then, them, though. And you never heard about them. Now you hear about every single one. There's a shooting here. Uh, there's a murder-suicide here. Uh, what was the guy? What was the guy who shot up? Uh, who, who killed six six people, and then shot himself? He was oh, a yeah. convicted rapist. Yep. I mean, you hear about all these things, but they they L.A. They may have <coughs> 20, all the time. They're pro- prosecuting that many all the time in L.A. So it it's just, you, you just hear about it. I mean, they have this 24-hour news cycle, and they're reporting every single murder more than two people. It's really unfortunate. Just, like I said, it's to keep everybody angry, keep everybody sad, keep everybody scared. But most of all, make sure you separate all us because you'll win every time. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, a house divided cannot stand. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, yeah. we're losing it. Did you see the latest numbers on the approval of these people that want to run for president? I mean, it's hideous. People do not like any of these people. So I don't know what they're going to do about a president. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, look at our choices so far. You've got Joe Biden. Yeah. You've got Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Likely Ron DeSantis. Likely. I say yeah. that right now because he yep. hasn't officially entered the race. And then you've got one of the Kennedys. Was it Robert Kennedy Jr.? Yeah, Robert yeah. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. yeah, one of the Kennedys. <clears throat> it's oh, you the, didn't know that? It's, oh, uh, Yeah. He has, he's never going to win anything because he has too weird of a voice. No, he had a, well, that's a point. That's a, you, yeah. We, and we, 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 yeah, we, we elect Good-looking people with yeah. good voices. Yeah, he's a very, actors. very. Strong. We elect yeah. actors. We don't elect politicians anymore to the presidency. But and and what? Two of them are old people. I mean, old, not old, old, old. How old is people. Robert Kennedy? He's not that old. He looks old, though. I mean, yeah, he has gray hair, but he doesn't he's look. He's 69 years old. I'm 69. But, so okay, three old. of them are old people. 69? Yeah. No, 69 is not old. I'd like to <laughs> it is not it old, but no, I, not I actually thought he was probably in maybe Younger. his early 60s. Yeah, I thought I would have thought so, too. Will you, Andy, will you find a clip of his voice? Because I've talked about his voice being weird now twice in one week. Weird in what way? Donald Duck weird? No, or? he, had, he, he had, has some sort of... Yeah, he had some... Thing. Disease or something. Let's see. Yeah, yeah I've looked talks. it up before because he, he talks. Ta- yeah, like this, so he, uh, kind he does. That's how he talks. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It is. I'm not making it up. <clears throat> it might could... be a little difficult to find him speaking off the cuff, but I will oh, try. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, oh, he has right plenty of. Well, yeah, but it's usually him talking like two sentences, and then the news pundit talks a, for about half well, an hour. We uh, we only need two sentences. It could be a bourgeois uh, put could, on kind of voice. I think he's no, no. talking he's, here. He's, 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 it's yeah, hard no. for me to tell. He had some kind of disease. Let's see here. Huh. Companies and also the use of fear as a governing tool. Oh, yeah. and, uh, I think our country's headed in a bad direction, and that's why I'm running, but not because I don't. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, nobody's going to vote for him just because of his voice. Nope. Well, not like nobody. Sort of, yeah. There are people that will vote for him. Some so. sort of nerve damage to his larynx, yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He may have had. Uh, yeah, he may have had. Uh, I looked it up uh, once. Recurrent laryngeal nerve damage from a thyroid 
surgery. Or I looked Who it up knows? once, but he I was also, like, he could have had, he could have the best policy in the entire world, but people like his voice is too weird. No. So during the debate, one of the other people goes, "Hey, what's with the voice?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, he's a Democrat, right? I assume he's a Kennedy, so therefore he's a Democrat. He is extremely <laughs> anti-vax because he has exactly a, what I was going to bring he up. He has a vaccine-injured yes. child. Yeah. But the weird thing about him, too, well, is that he had a Christmas party during his anti-vax rant, mm-hmm. and everyone had to be vaccinated. What? <laughs> what? Christmas party. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> what? Really? Well, there's all sorts oh, of yeah. instances of that. There's, there's I mean, parties he's out there. To Cheryl Hines, who is clearly vaccinated because mm-hmm. she had to work on set when there were vaccine mandates. Right. So right. there's a lot of contradictory situations going on in that family so i don't know alex you you said something that he that this man had a vaccine injured child i understand that that's what he well i don't know i don't know all of the details i'm sure you you google it you can figure it out but i that's what they say yeah i'm not sure i was vaccinated three times got the booster twice and still got covid twice well, there you go. Five shots, COVID twice. Well, it's That's not just great. COVID either. He's against his whole thing is he's against vaccine mandates, like the government telling you. Yeah, that you I don't need like the to. government. He's not against okay. vaccines in general. He's just against the government being like, you need to get these vaccines at this time. Yeah, this COVID thing has been used as a cudgel to paint yeah. anyone yeah. who yeah. doesn't agree no, with it, mandates as someone who doesn't agree with science. And right. Yeah, and he's everyone to die. he's been anti-vaccine mandate way before COVID. Okay. Like he's and, been. Okay, so that's that's a different deal than being yes. anti-vaccine. Yeah. Too. So, uh, you know, I maybe I don't understand this. Um, ma- you know, this mandated vaccines, particularly the COVID. You know, why do we have to put up with that? I mean, it, it makes no sense to me. Because fear equals fear, control. Oh, fear, fear equals control. People House, wanted it because they were cannot stand. So there you go. Did. Well, I don't know. It all goes back to Sun Tzu. Yeah. But all the mandates have, even in Hollywood, they've fallen. By the wayside. Yeah. yeah but in, Cal- in California, for children, your child has to be, be, they have to follow, I think it's the CDC schedule of vaccines. You have to hmm. for your children. Yes, to go to public school. And, yeah. and that came out of the big measles outbreak we had. I mm-hmm. want to say it was maybe 2015. And the outbreak started at Disneyland. I remember that. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. I remember yep. that. That is true. Yeah, so that happened, and now it's looking like it might happen in Minnesota. Really? Of course it will. Yeah, that's coming up in the next session or whatever. They're going to vote on that, and so everybody's freaking out. Now, what are they voting on again? Be, to go to public school, you have to fall. You have to have all of your vaccinations on the CDC schedule. Why would you ever you send your to kid school. to public school anyway? Yeah, really. Well, a lot of people don't have. Another option. No, I know. You're right about that. You're 100% correct about that, but I just... (laughs) Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my 
my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Honestly, the, 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 all these directives now, and I, 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 I saw a story this morning just before I came into work, and I think it's medical school, that there are certain people saying that, that white people and black people should go to different medical schools. They shouldn't go to medical school together. Did you see that? No. It was just on the news this morning. Sounds Andy, could you check that out and see if you find anything about that? Sensationalist. Yeah, weirdo. it doesn't seem like something we should dwell on, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm not going to dwell on it, but I just thought, why would you come up with that idea anyway? You're nuts. People have been segregationists for many, many they thousands have. of years. I just don't get it. I don't understand it why they need to be that way. It wouldn't have worked in my medical school class because we, we, didn't, we didn't have any black people. We had, we had uh, four, no, five Hispanics in my mm-hmm. medical school class and one Native American. Like a real Native American, like 100% Native American. Okay, break it up. Break That's it up. all I know. Where'd you go to medical school? Uni- oh, University of Utah. Utah? I didn't oh, know man. that. All right. Oof. There yeah. you go. Three quarters of my class were um, over I'm just loving the multitasking okay. that's going on by Alex. Like, I need to get my nails done, so... <laughs> I have ADHD, so <laughs> I can't just sit here. I need to do. I have, should I be paying my bills or something? I have a coloring book. I have. She does have a coloring a book. A whole it's true. nail situation. I have my weekly planner. I'm like, I got anything and everything. Should I start texting people? Yeah, text me, call me. No, don't call me. But yeah, I, there's always something that needs to be happening. I can't just sit still. I love it. Well, now that I can see it on video, I'm like, this is amazing. This is what I'm always yeah, I usually have a go. snack that I'm like quietly yes. trying to eat. It's true. Although I have really, I learned. I've really been trying hard to not to eat. Not snack. Well, think about this. I, knowing you over a decade, I'm now learning new things. Yeah. Because you can actually see me. Yeah, it has. But you were on like the first month of the show, I think. It was really, really yeah, early. Yeah, you were very early. Very early on. I think it was the <clears throat> fourth or fifth show. I know we just did like a flashback episode. Yep. And it Wild. was. Yeah, let me look at it. It was. It was no, <laughs> you and Catherine found one another. Isn't that, that, that how it worked? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, we connected on some site and I, you guys were looking for guests and I just responded and. I the very first segment I did I totally remember this I was in the Trader Joe's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love Trader Joe's in in North Hollywood. Uh, uh, Studio City, right off of Ventura there. Yeah, 
Oh, well, so you see it off Ventura. I'm thinking of the one off of, oh, what's it off of? Riverside? Yeah, on rough of Riverside, just down uh, from uh, Bob's Big Boy. You were episode yeah, 26. Yeah, Lake. I was the one in Studio City, and I was in my car and had my little headset and did the segment. I totally remember it. That's, That's the, so what's funny. so funny about it. Yeah, episode 26 back right. in uh, 2012. It would have been August, probably September. God, I was going to say September sounds ago. about right. September 2012. That was a long time ago. Isn't that amazing? We're just a few months away from 11 years of working together. It's yep. unbelievable. That is very strange. And we've still never met in person. So there it's you. ridiculous. No. <laughs> and I was like, do you even know what Andy looks like? <laughs> no. Probably, probably, probably I mean, if I, I've seen photos, obviously, but yeah. well, <laughs> right next now week, he's I guess. just like a little egg to me right here. Yeah. What's kind of weird is that when you lived here, we never ran into one another. But I suppose you worked, you worked with Jesse, though. And Jesse. I, well, I was I was doing two jobs at once because oh. I was working for Shop NBC, which I think now right. is. Oh yeah, it turned into live maybe. It, it turned into so many different things, and I don't it's even know. Ha- or it Shop is HQ. Now. It's had several names yeah. once mm-hmm. NBC sold it off, and then so I was doing that in the overnight hours. I would sleep a few hours, and then I'd go to the Twin Cities station in. Um, the PBS station in St. Paul. Oh, yeah, sure. And then go and tape that segment, and then I go back home and sleep, and then I go back to work. Jeez. Man. I slept in shifts for a while. It was crazy. Now, how long did you live here? Two years. Two years you did. I did not know it was that long. I thought it was for... So how did you... you, Because you you went from Massachusetts to here, right? No, I went from Mass to New York City, New York City to L.A., L.A. to Minneapolis... Uh, Minneapolis to L.A. and then back to Minneapolis because they needed me for another stint and then back to L.A. Really? Yes. And it was all for Jesse Ventura. Yep. It was his special request. He said, I get uh, me Kristen Burt. Yeah, well, uh, I originally moved to Minneapolis for Shop NBC. They're the ones who oh, moved okay. me out to Minneapolis. Right. So, uh, and the only reason I started working with Jesse was because... My segment producer on the Jesse show was someone I knew from Los Angeles. And I don't know who they had in the role before me, but they had some local Minneapolis news anchor who did not get along with Jesse because they, she had covered him during his um, term as governor. And so they kept mm-hmm. butting heads. So they got rid of her and they just wanted to bring someone that had no history with Jesse. So that, and my was segment that... producer's like, oh, my friend is living out here. Let's just grab her. Was that Liz Collins? I don't know who it was. I I, it was. And honestly, I don't even think I knew who it was in 2003 because we were doing test shows at the time when I got re- she got replaced. God, Jesse is an interesting guy is all I have to say. He sure is. He's still yeah, awful. I, I almost like it's a crazy experience. Like I look at the photo now and I'm like, what a weird <laughs> time <laughs> it really was. It was yeah. like a fever dream, honestly. <laughs> it was so weird because we, Catherine and I used to go out to dinner with Jesse and his wife and Catherine and his wife were good friends and all the rest of it. We both lived within 10 minutes of one another. And then all of a sudden, when, when he became, here's what the problem was. You would understand this because we were friends and then Jesse got elected governor, right? Even though I didn't think he had any chance of winning. And I was very vocal about that. I just thought, you know, I like the guy. He's a good guy, but I don't, I was, he's not going to get elected. And then he did get elected. And then he wanted me to host his inaugural party at the XL or wherever it was. I can't remember. He wanted me to host it. And the radio station said, no, you cannot host a party for the newly elected governor. Jesse thought I was the one that backed out of it, so he and I have never spoken since. I haven't even talked to him. 
Wow. You know, That's he can a get a little. Time he, too, at this point. He can get a little yeah. nuts. You know, a little edgy. You can get a little edgy. Yeah, he can get a little edgy. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, that. Yeah, he was always getting into fights with the producers and the writers on the show. Always, they really yeah. kept me shielded from that. They just kind of kept me away from that that situation. But he and I did share. <laughs> A makeup room together. Oh, you so did? Okay. So he used okay. to sit in the chair next to me and just tell me stories. Yeah, but he, didn't he have to sit there like 10, 12 hours? <laughs> he slept there. For me to look like this? Yes. No, him, <laughs> not you. God, listen, God, you pill. You're amazing. But yeah, I do kind of miss that whole deal because we got to know his family and Jade would come and babysit. Or, uh, she babysat you, didn't she, Alex? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, a couple times, I thought so. I mean, we got to know the families, all got to know one another, and all the. It's really too bad because, like I said, it was not my idea to back out of hosting as Gala, the station, the company, ABC Disney just said, no, you can't do that. So, what are you going to do? What was I supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, you have to follow, I mean, the boss at that point because exactly. they're probably considering it too political for you to jump into that. I think it's exactly what it was. It, was, <clears throat> it would have been just too political, and that's all there is to it. So, I don't know. It's too bad. Because hanging out with Jesse is fun because he's an expert at everything. <laughs> he he is. And he's, you know, <laughs> he is. to his credit, he has had an incredible life and an incredible career. He has. Because not yep. many people have gone from being a Navy SEAL to being a WWE wrestler with a pink feather bow around his neck yep. to a governor. And... You don't have to like him, but you can appreciate the journey because I really do think he had a lot of great stories and I just sat and listened. He never asked a single thing about me. <laughs> he probably really? couldn't tell you a single thing about me, but it was just one of those times you're just there to sit and observe and learn. God, he got really pissed off. And it was a joke. I was joking around because they talked about him being in a, I guess, a service, serving the armed forces in America. And as a joke, I said to him on the air, would you fold towels at Subic Bay? <laughs> he did not think that was funny in the least. It's like, Jesus is a joke. Maybe Settle down. And instead, right. he told me that he peed in his wetsuit to keep warm. Yeah, that's so exactly, there you go. That's right. That was one of his stories. He liked to pee in his wetsuit, which I don't that's really understand. That's why it's understand. called a wetsuit. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called it. Exactly. So what else? We've got a couple more minutes. Is anything we should know? Okay, so Renfield I should watch because <clears throat> I'm going to be hanging up by myself all day. You should watch Shrinking, the show that we watched in Florida. I, I think do watch that you would have you finished it? No. You should watch Well, I'm more. waiting for mom to get back. I thought the third or fourth episode was terrible. I don't remember what that was. You are king of not fi finishing shows. He really I is. am the king. He always of is like, I got one episode in. I'm like, you have to finish a season. It can't be boring then. <laughs> and I really like Jason Siegel. I really like Jason Siegel a lot. I think he's a hell of an actor. And uh, what's his name in it too? Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison What's Ford. I love Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's terrific in it. Yeah. No, I don't know why. Well, I'll wait for mom to get back and we'll watch it. And I really like What's-Her-Face, the neighbor. What's-Her-Face. <sighs> Old What's-Her-Face. You know what we're talking about, Kristen. What's-Her-Face. Yeah, the neighbor. I don't remember. The neighbor. I do not remember who it is. It's been a while. She's a very funny. Gabby? Alice? Krista Miller. Liz. Liz. Oh, yeah, Chris is fabulous. She's hilarious in that she just plays, like, the over-involved neighbor very well. I don't know. She's, I like her in that. There you have it. Well, I'll catch up with it. We'll get it. I want to hear you finish a season of something. <laughs> so, <laughs> any so? homework. It like, could be finish The Good Place. Finish Shrinking. Finish, uh, what else do you I want? Finished, I finished The Sopranos. That was good. 
It was a while ago. Okay. Might have been a few years ago. No question. Oh, I was like, did you finish that eight, eight years ago? <laughs> All right, sister. I'll talk to you tomorrow on the show. Well, actually, before right you leave, no, quick. Oh. I want to do a test to see if this laptop has the show audio. Because if it does, then I shouldn't need the new camera. So I'm going to add myself. All right. Over here. <gasps> And he's working on it. He's working. Oh, that moved everything back. So that was good. Everything's exposed. It's a fever dream. Turning into a fever dream. It's a fever dream. Okay, what if I do this? Look at that. Andy's with us. Yay. Move, Andy. There he is. There's an echo. There's an echo. Yeah, but you you can get rid of that, can't you? Nope. Nope. There's no way to get rid of the echo. Nope, I'm going like to damn it. I'm just gonna have to use this computer. It's fine. It was over before it started. All right, we'll get you a camera, though. All right. Nothing but a fever dream. That is the actual truth. Yeah. All right, get some sleep. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you bright and early. Bye. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye. Oh, we're done? Yeah, well, I thought we were going from 10.20 oh, to 11.20. Okay. There it is. I thought it was very clear about that, but, you know.